ask the question if anybody else wants to FaceTime us before we get started. Yeah, let's see. Well, my family's all on vacation, so. That could stop. That might not stop them. No, it would. I mean. They're having fun without me. I mean, this is, obviously people are going to be listening to this in the past, so it doesn't make sense to say, stop that. It doesn't make sense to say. <laughs> Does anybody else want to FaceTime us while we're in the middle of recording a podcast? True. Or about to start one? True. We should have done it earlier. I was more awake. I literally gave you coffee like 30 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, it wore off 28 minutes ago. So next time, let's do it the first time. Well, if we get better mics, you can drink coffee while we do it. That would be nice. Yeah. So here's a shameless plug for everybody to subscribe to iTunes and send us money. So I can drink coffee. So that Caitlin can drink coffee. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night, the podcast where my wife and I have a date night watching a bad movie. Then we talk about our thoughts and opinions. I am your host, Nigel, from ajourneyintofilm.com. And with me, as always, is Caitlin. Wow. <laughs> Not your faithful wife, just Kaylin. Okay, well, hi, Nigel. Every time I read that, I think I could have written this much better, but then I can't think of any better ways to write it. Like, it always comes out the same way. Well, rude. I love you. Yeah. This week, we're going to finish up the Urban Legend Trilogy, and what better way to do that than with the second installment, Urban Legends Final Cut from 2000. The year 2000. The best year, arguably. Arguably the year in which the millennium happened. Yeah, this is true. I think we talked about this in our Bloody Mary podcast. Uh, oh, by the way, I hope everybody enjoyed the little pause to listen to Spider-Man 3. Because that was a lot of fun, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I like talking about Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> Um, but, it, uh, so this is the lowest rated, uh, urban legend on the Rotten Tomatoes at a 9%. I would not say this one's worse than Bloody Mary. I was going to ask you, if you were forced to rewatch Final Cut or Bloody Mary, which one would you rewatch? Final Cut. Really? Yeah. I know you're going to say Bloody Mary, but that's because we just watched Final Cut. If we just watched Bloody Mary, you would pick Final Cut. See, I don't know. I've been going back and forth on it, like, all day. No, Bloody Mary was horrible. It was it just was a rip-off really of bad. Prom Night, and Prom Night was better, so... Prom Night was much better. When are we going to talk about Prom Night? Soon, I hope. We should do a compare and contrast of Bloody Mary and Prom Night. Yeah. We should just watch them side by side. And just take notes on where they're different. Prom Night's better because it has a creepy horse. And uh, a lot of sexual innuendos with a rocking horse. So Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. (laughs) And the incest. Yeah. Oh, that was weird. See, Prom Night was better. That's why I would not watch Bloody Mary again. 
Mm-hmm. I'd rather just watch prom night. Yeah. But this, but Final Cut, like, so the thing that I liked about Final Cut is that it feels and looks like a sequel to the first one. And we love the first one. Yes. But it also tries too hard to be the first one all over again. It does. But like a meta version of the first one. Which makes it bad. Yeah. And I guess we can talk about it more. I don't know. Do we want to like... Just dive right in. Dive right in. Let's get this ball rolling. So Urban Legends Final Cut was directed by John Ottoman. He has one other directorial credit to his name, and it's some short film that he made back in the day. Interestingly, he is a composer on virtually every Brian Singer movie. So like Bohemian Rhapsody... All of the X-Men, Superman Returns, Usual Suspects. That is weird. Right? Yes. So it's like he has this talent for being in mostly decent movies. And then he's in Final Cut. Well, then he was like, you know what? I'm going to direct a horror movie. (laughs) And we see how that turned out. That was not good. It was also written by Paul Harris Boardman who wrote for The Exorcism of Emily Rose and Deliver Us from Evil. Which I've watched neither. I've seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I remember that one being creepy. Well, this movie was not creepy. No. Uh, It was also written by Scott Derrickson, who also wrote for The Exorcism of Emily Rose, but he also wrote and directed Sinister and Doctor Strange. Hmm. So it's like this movie had... Two thirds of what it needed to be a decent movie. But I don't really know if this could be a decent movie. I think that the premise was very clever. But it was like, like of all of the post scream uh, horror movies that you and I have watched, this is like the strongest attempt at being. Another, like a ripoff of Scream. Yeah. it. That's how I kind of felt about it. I don't know. That's why I just don't know if this movie could have ever been good. Because, like, okay. Urban Legends was a good movie. And it's yeah. a movie about this girl killing people based on urban legends. Yeah, it doesn't quite make sense, but it was still decent. I mean, it makes sense more sense than this movie arguably so then we have urban legends final cut and it's a movie about this is what i didn't understand it's a movie about a girl making a movie about urban legends but she wasn't even really making a movie about urban legends well she was like, i don't even know what her movie was about like the the dog like there's a scene with the dog and then she hung it up on the shower like I don't think that was an urban legend. It I is. know we, the lick we, your hand one. I know, but like the, she didn't even do that. She was just like, well, let's just see your scream. Yeah. So uh, I didn't really describe that. Scene this well. movie has Jennifer Morrison, Matthew Davis, Hart Bachner, Loretta Devine. Uh, 
Well, I mean, Jennifer Morrison's probably like the only immediately recognizable actress in this because she was in Once Upon a Time. Oh, uh, you're forgetting the cop from the first one. I was one. getting there, <laughs> Caitlin. She's recognizable if you yes. saw the first one. The only character that carries over from the first one is Reese, the police officer, the security guard who's really bad at her job. And this movie, she's no better at her job than she was in the first she one. She should be fired. She probably was fired. That's why she wasn't in the that's third. That's why she... Well, no, that's no, why she... she. W- There's somebody else in this movie who was in the first one. Spoiler alert. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, so, like, Re- all Reese tells Amy. I think her name's Amy. Jennifer. Okay, I was going to tell you, I don't remember any of the characters' names. Yeah, that's why I had to pull up IMDb. You could pay me a million dollars right now and say, who would name one character in the movie? And I'm pretty sure I would get it because I think there was a Vanessa. There was a Vanessa. Ooh. Played by Eva Mendez. That's the only person I remember. Uh, so Jennifer Morrison, she plays Amy. She is a... This takes place at a film school. And she is struggling to figure out what her thesis film should be. Is Does this take place in the same state as the first one? I have no clue. Probably not. I don't even remember where the first one takes place. I don't either, but it would make sense because how that Reese get a job at another Maybe university she and that second person show up. They both relocated to the same location, Nigel. I mean, coincidence. Uh, Amy... Is so Reese gives Amy a ride somewhere to her dorm to the library. Oh, to the library. You're right. You were paying attention mostly, <laughs> uh, and tells Amy that she should make a movie about a serial killer killing people based on urban legends. That's like all that she tells her, and mm-hmm. apparently, so the first film ends with them acting like this urban legend killer is like a new urban legend. But then in this movie, no one's acts like they've heard of it before. And I think that's why all of the urban legends are different than the killings that happened in the first movie. Cause the only details that's that weak. she's given is like, Hey, weak. there's this killer that does this thing. Weak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can't argue with that. It's weak. It was, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a poor excuse to just show different urban legends than in the first one. Yeah. They were basically like, hey, we want to make a sequel to this movie. What should the sequel be about? Uh, let's just make a movie about someone making a movie. Well, what should she be making a movie on? Let's figure it out as we go. Well, that's, and that's why I say, like, on the one hand, it's clever because it's like the whole scream thing where it's like, Mm -hmm. it's meta. Before, like, you know, Deadpool and before Cabin in the Woods. Right. Meta. But then, like, it doesn't really say anything. No, it does not. And it's, like, all it's doing is just spoofing itself at that point. Yeah. Whereas, like, Scream was spoofing the genre as a whole. Yes. And so... And Cabin in the Woods as well. What do you mean? Oh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, was yeah. also spoofing like, that genre. Maybe spoofing isn't really the right word, but like it had some sort of commentary about the genre as a whole. Yes. While also playing into genre tropes. Yeah. But this one is just like, I'm just going to be meta about everything that happened to the first one, mm-hmm. but have nothing to say about it. And it's like right. the first one 
did a better job of saying things about urban legends than the second one did. Mm -hmm. But the first one had very little to say about it. Yeah. So I just want to paint a very clear picture of this movie. I want to do a better job of painting pictures so that the listener will be super intrigued to check out this movie. I mean, they should regardless. Yes. But, uh, so Amy is walking in the cold snow, which is the only time we see snow. Just fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, and then Reese pulls up and she's like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm walking to the library. She's like, well, get in the car. I'll give you a ride. So Amy just jumps in the car and Reese is like, that's it. No, show me your badge. No, who are you? Your Reese impersonation is spot on. I know. I'm pretty great. And uh, it's like, this is a campus security guard. We yeah. like, why shouldn't she just why trust sh- you? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay. I feel like the movie was already trying to get you to think that Reese might be a killer, which we know she's not. Like, we we know that, but... Oh, we don't know that yet. I feel like the movie was already like, oh, could it be Reese? Oh, like, no, you stupid movie. This movie worked, and we'll talk about this more, but this movie worked over time to convince you that every person that you see on screen at any given point in time could potentially maybe be the killer. Yeah. So I just wanted to paint that picture to like, this is already where we're going. The movie's already shouting at us, oh, is she the killer? I forgot watching it this time how short this movie is. Oh, it felt long. I mean, it is short. Like, it does go beep, beep, beep over, but... Like, just... after the after the, the mining ride, it's like... It's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sex scene, over. That's it. Yeah. Let's go home. Uh, yeah. So, all right. She goes to the library. Oh, are, we, are you jumping in on the plot? Yeah. Well, you just skipped so much. Oh, sorry. Okay. Because you remember it opens on a plane in a storm. Oh, yeah. Which I'd forgotten about. And our buddy What's-His-Face from Jason X is in that scene. Oh, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, that was the, the nerdy guy that built the robot without the nipples. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, so it starts out on a plane. How did I forget this? I also forgot that before this movie started. Oh, man. Okay, so they're on this plane. They're on this plane. storming. It's storming. And this couple wants to canoodle. Canoodle. In the airplane bathroom. They wanted to join the High Miles Club. They said the Mile High Club. The Mile High Club. They wanted to join the Mile High Club. That's right. I'm such a dweeb. I don't even know the stupid name for it. I also did not know that that was a thing. Like, I think the Mile High Club is, like, a real thing. It is. But, like, they turned it into, like, a dirty thing. No, it is a dirty thing. I did, well, I thought there, were, In real there was, life. like, a real thing. Oh, I don't And then there's, like... I have no idea. I don't really know about the dirty thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they're in the bathroom canoodling. Yes. As you do. Yes. Also, this is, like, the weirdest plane ride ever because it's just... It's a party. It's literally like a dozen or so more college kids dressed up like they're getting ready to step off in Miami Beach. Yeah. Or Myrtle Beach, really. Like much (laughs) trashier than Miami Beach. 
<laughs> and they're all just like yelling and screaming and I don't know. Yeah. No. Uh, it was like if a whole college rented a plane for like star students to go yeah. on spring break. That's what this plane ride like was instead like. of taking a party bus. Yeah. It's a party plane. Yeah. But your drunken friends aren't driving. Yes. It's much safer. Uh, except it's not because spoiler Uh-oh. alert, the pilot's dead. And, uh, we are introduced to Sandra. Sandra's the one in the Mile High Club. Yes. She is screaming because the plane's about to go down and we're watching the plane plummet and who shows up next to the window is a body of the director. And you find out that they're making a movie. Surprise! And this old man says, young man, that woman's acting would be wretched in a porno film. Hey, that was my favorite (laughs) line! Like, young man, that woman's acting would be wretched in a porno film. And then, what's the guy say? He's like, oh, I forget if I He says, like, she'll be better next time. No, um, the other guy, he's like... Oh, I've seen her in some. She's, uh, she's... Just as bad or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a running joke in this movie that Sandra does porn. And is bad at acting. And is bad at acting. And at least the latter one is definitely true. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, so we're introduced to all of our characters. Then we meet Amy. Mm-hmm. And she is working on this movie. And... She says, I don't know what to do for my thesis film. And she meets Reese, and that brings us up to speed. Yeah. Okay. So now she's on her way to the library. Now she's on the way to the library. Reese picks her up. They talk about that movie that Loretta is, Loretta, Reese is obsessed with. Yeah. The blaxploitation movie with the Foxy Brown or whatever her name was. Yes. Uh, They bond over that. Which is like a carryover from the first film. Yeah. So so we know it's the same security guard in yeah. case you were confused. Just in case you were confused that it was the same actor, different character. <laughs> same one. Also named Reese. Also Reese named- too. <laughs> Is her twin sister who has the same name. Now that would have been an interesting plot. That would have been an interesting plot twist. And she was the killer. Yeah, the evil twin and was the killer. And she was the killer in the first college. No, just that like no, she killed all the shows up in Bloody Mary. Mine's blood. That, that's the one thing that I think Bloody Mary's missing is Reese. I agree. That movie, maybe Bloody Mary would have been better if, like, Reese was the the girl that was roofied and she, like, became a police officer. And then she needed to, uh, like, avenge her fallen. Like, that's what motivated her. You're blowing my mind. To be... To become a security guard. (laughs) That would be incredible. Remake. That would be my dream. Yeah. If I could pick a movie to remake, it would be Bloody Mary. Yes. With Reese. With Reese. Even though she's, I think she hasn't done anything. Well, that's unsurprising. Uh, so anyways, then we, she meets, Amy meets with her teacher, says, hey, this is what I'm doing. And he says, I would expect 
differently from a Mayfield, and you're like, oh, what does that mean? What's a Mayfield? That's her last name. That's what a Mayfield <laughs> is. Uh, and then we cut to a random couple in a bar. Yeah, that was stupid. Oh, we'll talk about this in a minute. In actually several minutes, because it'll be at the end of the podcast that I tell you about this scene. For real. No, I'm just going to tell you now. So the people, this whole scene was a reshoot, this whole segment, because they decided that kills needed to start happening earlier in the movie. So you meet this girl, uh, shoot, what is her name? Um, Lisa. You meet Lisa and you meet, uh, I can't remember if it's Toby or Graham in this scene, but it doesn't matter because they both kind of look the same and you don't know who is who. Uh, but she's there and somebody roofies her drink and she's the last to leave for some reason. Cause but she was with her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Toby They're at a bar. Graham. She's with Toby slash Graham. Maybe they were both there and one of them left and then the other one, one of also them left. like hit on her. One of them was her boyfriend and then another guy hit on her. Yeah. It doesn't matter <sighs> because they literally don't ever talk about this girl. Ever. I didn't even know it was the, the main guy character. Not really even the main guy. A side guy character. I didn't yeah. even realize that was him. Okay. Well, I mean, I because know. he doesn't really show up again until the end so of the movie. So it's his movie. Is this the plane movie? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Okay, There's I'm like, going to go with it. With her boyfriend is making the plane movie. Yeah, maybe. I'm just going to go with it. It I helps mean, it my really, brain. It really doesn't matter. Because it does matter because it doesn't make any sense, and yeah. I need to make it make sense. No, you don't. Because oh no, the movie, the oh, scene no. wasn't even in the original movie. Oh, no. I can't take things like this. You can literally just ignore that the scene happened, and it doesn't change anything. I know that, but it's there, and I need to know why. So Lisa gets roofied. Yes. And she wakes up in a bathtub full of ice. Oh, with her kidney missing. With her kidney missing. This is like the only urban legend. This murder is murder like that only... actually happened. That's true. Uh, the rest are like in the movie, but like on sets. And uh, she wakes up. She tries to get out. There's someone murdering there. That's the weird thing. Is like this this murder like really doesn't make any sense for anyone. No. Like when you think about it, the way this movie ends, right. there's another urban legend murderer out there. There's a yeah. third one, and they never catch. They never catch him. him. But the funny thing about this scene is she tries to get out through the window, and there's this dog barking at her, and then her head gets cut off by a window. Yeah. Which okay. And she calls the she calls the police. Does oh, she get Reese? No, no, no. She gets a police officer. On the phone, and she says, I woke up in a bathtub full of ice and my kidney's missing. And the lady says, oh, I got Princess Di on the other line. And then she tells the girl that she's crazy. Yeah. Which, like, come on. Bad police work right there. Yeah. You have to at least check that stuff out. Bad movie making, too, because we don't know who Lisa is. Yeah. Well, like, she's yeah. never... I didn't even know that her name was Lisa until we were preparing for yeah. this. Even though they probably say it in the movie. Uh, so we can pretty much forget about it. So they just wanted murders happening faster. Yeah, they like, were like, "Oh, we need more murders." Well, because if you kill Lisa, if you don't, if you think about it, the only murder that real, like the first murder that happens is Sandra, and that's like 30, 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah, 
So they're like, we got to throw more blood in there. Yeah. And the whole scene itself, too, has a different look and feel than the entire rest of the movie. Yeah, it does. You can tell that they reshot that scene three months after the rest of the movie was shot. I would have liked to have been part of that conversation. I would have said, like, no, we don't need that. The, the It was probably one of those things where the studio execs were like, hey, we need more murder. And they were like, I don't know. It really doesn't make sense. And they're like, you're going to make it happen. <laughs> and they're you, like, we believe in you. <laughs> here's, a, here's an additional paycheck. <laughs> it's still better than uh, than the... You know what I'm doing? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? Um, the spider bite? No. Yes. <laughs> but um, the Justice League... Oh, the Henry Cavill. Yeah, it's still a better reshoot than the Henry Cavill. Yeah. So, I'll take it. Well, yeah, because they didn't have to CGI off a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> they might have. They didn't have to CGI anything. It was just... That's the that's the one thing that I have really appreciated about these movies, is that there's, like, no CGI. No. It's just a gritty, homemade... <laughs> Old back home horror movie. It's wonderful. It's stupendous. Uh, so our girl Amy, she's gonna make a movie about an urban legend killer, and somebody, either Toby or Graham, is like, "Hey, I'm not gonna work on your movie." Toby and Graham are, are basically like the same person in my mind because I don't know who's who. I could not tell you who is who right now. I know one that of them they is sitting different. on the porch. No, that's Travis. Oh. Travis is the guy that she goes to see on the porch. Okay. Toby and Graham could be the same person. They be, One of them's her manager, and the other she one is the guy. She has a manager? What does she need a manager for? Well, he's her manager at the end of the movie, after oh. he, she saves him. But then the other one is the guy that they thought you was mean sabotaging. His brother? Huh? You mean Travis's brother? No, that's Trevor. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This we is got amazing. Travis and Trevor. Yeah. And Graham and Toby. Yeah. And we got... And we got Simon. Yeah, Simon. And then we got uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Dirk. That's what I called them. Where are their names? Dirk and Stan. I love them. They're my favorite people. Oh, they're easily the best people in this entire movie. Yeah. Uh... Oh, my head hurts. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, hold on. Maybe Wikipedia will answer this question for her. All right. So I'm just going to paint a picture. Toby. Okay. Toby accuses Amy of stealing. Graham is the one who was making the plane Amy's movie a at the beginning. Amy's stealing what? His idea. Oh. Because apparently that was his idea first. He also had... A heart-to-heart conversation with Reese. Oh, is Reese just <laughs> spreading nuggets? Reese just wants her movie made, <laughs> and she just wants a little bit of those residuals. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> she, she picks up every every student director. <laughs> I got a story for you. <laughs> it's about a murder. It's all the great scheme of Re- Reese. Yeah. To prove that she's the killer. That's the real mystery, is that Reese is pulling the wool over everybody's eyes <laughs> to try and get this movie made. Yep. 
Uh, okay, so Toby's the one who gets mad at her and says, I'm not working on your movie. And Amy's like, oh, no, I don't have a director of photography anymore. And that's where Simon comes in. That's not yet, because she goes to talk to oh, Travis. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Travis is like, hey, I got a bad grade on my movie. The whole world is ending. And she's like, hey, I need a DP. And, he, and she says... I don't want to ruin it, but... She says... He's like, I got my boy Simon who's going to come help you out. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Well, I don't want to spoil it, but I just want to talk about like that. Like That was very much glossed over, but it's fine. We can talk about it later. What? What he did because of his bad grade. No, he didn't do that. The teacher oh, did that. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he did it for real. No. Well, okay. Now, now the people listening—they're not going to be—they're—they're going to know that someone's up. But she. Uh, uh, oh, um, we can't talk about it. Skip over it. Okay. Yeah. Edit this out. Oh, okay. So, so they're filming the first scene, and it's the urban legend with the the murder under the bed that kills the dog and says so humans Amy can live too. Is- is filming her movie. She's making her movie. And she has Sandra, the bad actress from the plane in it. Yeah. I don't know who else is in the movie, but you got Vanessa as the... We have the, generic bad guy. The click girl. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Click girls? There's a specific name, but uh, it's too late for me to remember. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. You got Simon the DP you and Dirk Simon and Stan the are the effects. Yes. And I think Graham, no, Graham's not involved. Toby is the manager. Graham. Graham is there for moral support. Maybe. I need to see a picture of them in the movie because they look different in their IMDb pictures. You keep talking, though. Okay. So Amy's making this movie, and she has Sandra. As her star, I think because they're best friends, but it's really hard to tell because it doesn't really set it up that way. Anyway, Sandra is supposed to go into the bathroom and see her dog dead hanging from the shower curtain and guts are all in the bathtub. And she screams whenever she sees it, except she's a bad screamer and actress. And Well, we don't see, we don't actually see... The, the her doing the scene until they're watching the dailies later. Right. Like all, right. all it is is they're like, oh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then cut to everybody's leaving. Yes. And Santa gets to her car and because she's the dumb blonde type, she uh, she's like, I forgot my keys. I forgot my keys. Uh, and so so Sandra is walking out of her car. She forgets her keys. Uh, side note, she also has a audition. Or, to be no, on no, ER. No, not an audition. She got she a part. She is on yeah, ER. She got as a, a part. And she's supposed to be there the next day or something. Yeah. Which didn't make sense because she was business. supposed to be in this movie, though. So I don't really know what was going on there. But she was leaving to go be on the ER show. So that's what's going on with her right now. Then you have uh, Simon. He's hitting on Vanessa. And he's like, Vanessa, you got them curves, girl. I just like them. And I like how you gave him like kind of a southern <laughs> accent when he's like very, 
much like <laughs> Eastern European. It's fine. He's like, I like them curves. And Vanessa's like, yeah, if you were a woman, I'd be all over you. And he's like, ooh. And then she gets picked up by his uh, girlfriend. Her girlfriend. Her, I mean, she gets p- picked up by her girlfriend. And he's like, oh, Vanessa asked Simon, uh, do you want a lift? And he said, you already gave me one in a pro pro. So <laughs> <laughs> just saying that is not me too friendly. Anyway, I don't know what happens to Simon. I really don't know because he doesn't have a car. I guess he just started walking home. S- Simon walks everywhere. He apparently. does. He, he, he does. He, so apparently he lost his license in a drunk driving accident that happened before the movie. And then Vanessa and her girlfriend, they take off in their car. Yeah. I do not know where Amy or Tweedledee and Tweedledum are. I don't Literally know. Literally everybody's just They like, just dissipated see in you, seconds. So Sandra then, she's got to go back into the stage area. What is it called? The stage, the okay. sound stage, the, sound the stage. set, the set. So she's the set. That's the word I was looking for. So she has to go back into the set, and she's like, "Oh, I forgot my keys." So she hits her car. See, this is this is important because I have a question. So she hits her car, and her car alarm starts going off. She's like, "Oh, I'm so stupid." So so then she walks back to the set, and she finds a tiny crack in the door to squeeze her little self through, which also does not make sense, but okay. Somebody just left the set open. Just just a hair, though. So she squeezes her little self through, and then she's like, where'd I put my keys? And she starts looking for her keys, and she looks in, like, normal places. Like, oh, did I put them on this table? Nope, they're not there. Oh. Why does everyone have a southern (laughs) accent in this? (laughs) Like, apparently everyone in this movie in your head is sounds like a southern bell. I've lived in this stupid state for too long. Okay. You've been around your family for too long. <laughs> um. Okay. So then she goes, oh, I know where I look for my, my keys. In the bathtub with all the guts. I just want to point out that this is probably better acting than Sandra is in this entire movie. So, so this girl, she... <laughs> This blows my mind. This is li- I I could not even believe it the first time this happened, and then I watched it the second time, and I became angry about it. She goes, "Oh, maybe my keys are in these guts in the bathtub," and I said, "Why would your keys be in guts in the bathtub?" And and like your excuse is like, "Oh, we're supposed to believe she's like a ditzy blonde." Okay. I don't care how ditzy you are. You don't put your keys in a pile of guts. Like, why were her keys in a pile of guts? I don't know. But she's digging through the guts in the bathtub. She's like, oh, mercy. I found my keys. There they are. (laughs) You're really going with this bit, aren't you? (laughs) I just need to give the people something to enjoy because they're not going to like this movie very much. So anyway, she turns around. And she goes, Vroop, and then stab, stab, stab. Actually, it's not really stab. He just slices her. Yeah. One time. I don't remember if we see the whole murder happen or if like we cut to them watching the video of her murder happening. Um, no, so all we see is just a slice. Oh, okay. And that's it. Yeah. So then cut to Okay. So then they're watching the dailies. Of her acting, and they shot the scene of her screaming in the bathtub 29 times, 
Which is supposing, supposedly a big deal, but like, I don't know. I think that's fine. She's I mean, a college actress. She, she's not going to be like, perfect. It's not like David Fincher levels of like doing a scene more than necessary, but it's a lot. Yeah. And but she's it's bad. clear that she just gets worse every time <laughs> they try to shoot the scene. She, I like when she does her kar- karate. She goes, oh! And she starts like trying to fight him back. <laughs> <laughs> they should have left that one in. That'd that's, be funny. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh-oh, someone switches the reel in the dun, projection dun, booth. Dun. And they now start watching the footage of her getting murdered. And uh, she's running all over that set. And this is, is this the same day? It's the next day. Okay. So, so like, they haven't seen Sandra for 24 hours. They didn't go back on the set. Well, They just went to go watch the dailies. Yeah. Okay. Because they assumed that she was... She, like, went to her ER appearance. Okay. Uh, fun fact, the same thing happens to the same actress in Valentine. So excited to watch it. <laughs> but the same thing happens in um in the first Urban Legends. Like, I feel oh, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the movie directors just really liked this idea. Oh, let's pretend like they had to be somewhere. I mean, it's a very simple way to get away <laughs> with, like, where's so-and-so? Oh, oh, he had that trip this weekend. Oh, okay. We don't need to look for him. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, They're watching the dailies and Sandra's getting murdered. Yeah, but she, the murder that we see in the daily is so much more violent than what we saw before the cut to the scene. And she's bleeding everywhere. Well, he chases her. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, if she... If she uh, was running all over the place, mm-hmm. bleeding, mm-hmm. you would assume that someone would find blood somewhere. No, he cleaned it up. He's a good teacher that way. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they, oh, they all comment on how that's like her best acting ever. They go into the projection booth. And, and they're like, oh, who did those effects? Because those are real good effects. And then they're like, could those be real? Could she really be dead? And then Tweedledee and Tweedledum, they're like, oh, no, those are effects. But we didn't do them. Yeah. So they just wrote off. Sandra did magical acting by herself, filmed it by herself, and did the effects by herself. Yeah. In like... The first attempt at found footage ever. Yeah, so mm, weak, weak yeah. writing. And then uh, Travis kills himself. Yeah, which like, yeah. Never mind. I have nothing to say about that anymore. That's fine. Because uh, they have a memorial. They're for having him, a though. memorial, and Amy says, "Travis, is that you?" She thinks that she sees Travis yes. in the distance. Because, okay, so I think, okay, so basically they're outside and there's not snow because there's only snow in one scene. Made no sense. But anyway, all the friends are together and the teacher's like, oh, you guys had a classmate named Travis and he took his life because I gave him a bad grade on his uh I don't even movie. think he says, like, it's because of a bad grade. I think he just says, like... The pressure got to him or something. Yeah, he says pressure. he makes some excuse or something like that. And then he gives this cliche thing about, like, how life is a movie or something. I honestly tuned him out. And then, anyway... <laughs> so then Amy's like, I think I see Travis. But 
I don't think she approaches him yet. No, because then um, What's-His-Face comes up to her and is like, I know that you're a film brat just like me. Like, What's her face? Oh, what, uh, Graham? Or Toby? One of the two. Okay, Toby Graham comes up and says that to I her. think it's Graham because we don't I see Toby too. for like yeah. the entire movie. Yeah, I don't know. He shows up and then he's not. Yeah. So then... And Graham's all... I can make your movie happen. I read your admissions file. It's like, why oh, would you yeah. have access to her admissions file? Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. So he reads her admissions file, which says that, like, she's some highfalutin. Well, it just, like, he just knows who her dad is. Yeah. So I don't her, think we find dad... out what he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we do, like. He made films. He, he made, made documentaries. documentaries. Do we find that out right here? That yeah. That's what he made? Okay. Yeah. And so he's like, your daddy made documentaries. That's how you got into this school. And she's like, I got into this school based on my merits. And then he's like, nah, we're prodigies. Because, like, his daddy does something Yeah, because he's, he's trying to bribe her into using his dad to, like, make her movie happen Exactly. Better. And so she's like, nah, I make it my own way. And he's like, well. These accents you're doing. <laughs> He's like, well, fine then. And then the scene ends. And then some something convinces Amy to go explore the tower. Didn't in something which... happen with her dad, though? Like, he, like, shamed out of the business or something? Well, yeah, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, I think he died while he was filming one of his documentaries. Yeah, I could remember something. But there's, like, a big thing yeah. that we talk about later. Okay. She goes to explore the tower where Travis died, and who is also in the tower? His brother, Trevor. Yeah, I was going to try to say, like, Travis, and then you say Trevor over top of me. Oh, but, like, I just got really excited because I, I knew the answer. <laughs> it's the only character you can remember. <laughs> Travis and Trevor. And uh, I rolled my eyes because, honestly, honestly, uh, it... it the twin thing, really? They're twins. Identical twins. That's just Isn't an the excuse. same actor? Yeah, it's the same actor. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could have had twins in real life. No. I thought Lindsay Lohan had a twin for a long time in my childhood, okay? Uh, I was like eight, Nigel. I didn't know any better. I didn't have IMDb back then. Nobody had IMDb back then. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew she wasn't? I mean, I had a feeling. They could have got the Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen are twins. Yeah, but they're like known as the Olsen twins. Yeah, now now they did. Okay, now they're known as that, Nigel. Back in the day in my childhood, they were known as Michelle from Full House. And I didn't know that they were twins until like a couple years later. So I thought maybe Lindsay Lohan could have twins. You don't remember those like Mary Kay and Ashley? movies oh you're right actually time. that's a lie I did know that they were <laughs> twins <laughs> I did you're right because I had all their movies but I I just didn't know if Lindsay Lohan had a twin or not thank the world she doesn't because it would be a hot mess but I didn't know maybe I'm sorry I'm getting us way off on a rabbit trail I'm just saying it's not that difficult to believe that an 8 year old didn't know Lindsay Lohan wasn't a twin okay so Travis is like <laughs> you're the worst. So 
not Travis, Trevor says, hey, my brother was murdered. And Amy says, no way. We got to go talk to the police. And he said, no, we can't go to the police. Which is like your first red flag. Oh, you go to the police. Yeah, that's like red flag number one, Mm -hmm. that this is probably Travis pretending to be a twin brother. Right. And he says, like, I got bad mojo with the cops or something. Like, he's the bad. He's the evil twin. Yeah, I mean, well, he doesn't even explain why they can't go to the cops. He's like, we just can't. He he just says he has, like, a bad relationship with police officers. It's like, uh, did you murder somebody else? Uh, he probably did. Right, so, okay. Yeah, cut to them, uh, filming, uh, this urban legend about college students screaming. Okay. And while they're screaming, someone is murdered, and I... I At midnight. Know. At midnight. And it looks like they actually filmed the scene. At midnight. At midnight. Unnecessarily. They wanted to see if the urban legend come true. Surprise, it it did. did. That's the... the, So here's the thing. Also, this is not a real urban legend. It is. It's on the Wikipedia page, and everything on Wikipedia is true. Okay. (laughs) And I'm crazy for not believing Lindsay Lohan was on a run. Okay. Uh, Here's the thing that confuses me. So the first murder just happens. It's not like there is no urban legend involved with this first murder. The kidney? Well, that kidney. But okay, ignore that because that's not (laughs) actually part of this movie. Okay. That was like part of a different movie that they just threw in here. (laughs) Okay. But when Sandra dies, it's not an urban legend or anything. No. He films it to be creepy. Right. Uh, This one... I don't know why. It's like a coincidence that it happens at the same time as an urban legend. Yeah, did he know that they were doing this? I don't think he did. I think okay. he was just waiting for... So they so they film the scene, and Amy says, I need to get some additional audio. So she records these people screaming for... At midnight. At midnight for the entirety of, like, five Way minutes. Way longer than I could scream for. Yeah. And while she these people are screaming, Simon, who's just trying to walk back to wherever he goes when he's not <laughs> when filming. he's walking. <laughs> he either films or he walks. That's yeah, it. <laughs> with his own personal camera, which right. I thought was an interesting character choice. Uh, he gets bludgeoned to death by the lens of his camera. That is sad. sad and uh, Amy happens to hear it on the thingy thing, on the, the microphone. And again, she says... Mm, it's probably not. Well, no, no she, she does eventually go, but at first she's like... That's probably fine. Yeah, because she thinks that it's just like a scream part of the thing. And then the so then she goes, oh, let me let me talk about the scene, okay? Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So then she's like, oh, I think maybe it is something. I think you just really like talking <laughs> in that accent, so that's why you're trying to, <laughs> to do all these bits. No, I just feel like it gives the movie depth, okay? So then she's like... <laughs> And then she's like, I think maybe I did hear something. So she goes running to Reese, and she's like, Reese, I think I heard something. I literally can't take you seriously right now. Okay, listen. I don't even want to be in the same room as you. Listen. Okay, then you can leave. I'll tell a story. Okay? 
All right. So then she's like, Reese, listen here. I think I heard somebody screaming when I was recording people screaming. And the, this is my favorite part of the whole movie. Reese goes, so you were, record- you were recording people screaming and you heard screaming. And, sh- and she's like, well, yeah, but can you just check the videotapes anyway? So basically what Amy wants to do is Amy wants Reese to go back and look at the videotapes for something that happened in, like, three specific areas. And she's like, it's got to be in one of these three areas. So can you go check the videotapes for the last hour in these three areas? Now, when she walks in, Reese is doing her little cop dance to... Watching movies. To Mr. Foxy Fox or whatever. Um, And she's like... Uh, girl, you think I got time to go be watching? She got to do her rounds. Yeah, you think I got time to go watch these uh, videotapes? Uh, no, I got to go do my rounds. Well, what were you doing five minutes ago, Reese? You weren't watching the videos. You were playing Foxy Fox. So, no, I'm done with She's her at this point. She's still the worst security guard yeah. ever. Yeah, so then um, for some reason Reese says, it's okay, Amy, you can take these videotapes, though. And then she gives Amy the videotapes to watch. And Amy's like, oh, I'll go take these to the film school and I'll go watch them there. <laughs> I literally just can't even listen to you right now. <laughs> I I don't even know who you are right now. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I could be in that show, Sharp Objects. I fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not even that late. (laughs) It's late for me. It's late for you. I'm in for 14 hours. No, 15. Okay, it's fine. Okay. Let's play a game called Nigel Regrets Giving You Coffee (laughs) (laughs) this late. All right. It's getting hot in here. Okay. Okay. So I want to do the next bit. Yeah, yeah, go. Are you sure? Yeah. You gonna let me jump uh, in here? Yes. We take turns. So, uh, Amy's with the videotapes, mm-hmm. and she goes to the place, the music room, to watch the tapes. And she sees I said the, that. She sees the murder, right? Like she, uh, she's, she has the tapes, and she says, "Oh, there's the murder." Does she watch? Oh, oh, on, she watches the tapes, and she sees the murder. Yeah. I don't think she sees his face though. No, because, oh, we should talk about that for a second. Do you know what the murderer wears in this one? Can I say? A scream mask. No, he doesn't. (laughs) It's not a scream mask. It's a screen mask. (laughs) Like what they do for fencing. Like what Lindsay Lohan wore in that movie. Oh, man, I messed that up. Yeah, you did. You absolutely nailed that. So... Uh, then we play this game where the lights are dark and she turns the lights on and there's no serial killer. And then she, then he like appears and he just kind of like waves at her through the window. And I think Mm -hmm. this is like that weird horror trope where serial killers tilt uh, their head. Yeah. Like they just kind of stare at people and mess with them. Yeah. And they're like, I would do that if I was a serial killer though. No. Hands down. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. What point is there in wearing a mask if you're a serial killer? Okay, I'm not talking about the mask. I just mean I would creep them out. It'd no, be more fun. You have one job as a serial I killer. I understand that, but it gets boring. Time and time again, oh, you kill these people, you kill these people, you kill these people. All right, let's have some fun with it. I'm 
so concerned by you saying that. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Anyways, he doesn't sneak up on her to kill her because he reason. just wants to mess with her. Yeah, and she For runs away, points. and they run, and they run, and she drops the tapes, and he takes the tapes. And they're, like, underground with some, like, um, well, she finds, piping. She finds the, they go down to, like, some dock, and oh, yeah. she goes down into the, the tunnel. Yeah. And then she's running down the tunnel, and she runs into Reese down there, and you think, uh-oh. Reese be the killer. And I think this is where she starts wondering who the killer is, and she mm-hmm. imagines everybody's face inside the killer's mask. Yes. And you think, wow, this movie's working overtime to tell us that anyone could be the killer. Anyone. Um, yeah. And then when she runs into Reese, Reese is like, see, I told you I watched the security footage. Because that's how she found Amy. Yeah. Or that's how she explains that she found Amy. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> she talks to Trevor again, and she says, don't go to the police. Um, okay. So then they are filming the next scene of her movie. It's like some tunnel ride thing that these little kids go on, and they find out that all the bodies in the horror ride are, like, actual dead bodies. Yeah. And it's at this, like, discount Disney, it's a small world, Pirates of the Caribbean thing, but with minors. And before this, though, Trevor and Amy have it set up where they're going to catch the killer. They're oh, basically yay. luring the killer in. And Trevor says, I'm going to be there for you, girl. Yes. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Finger, finger guns. So <laughs> this is the thing that I didn't understand. So, so their whole plan, so Amy and Trevor have this plan to get the killer to come to them and like capture him, I guess, like yeah, a Scooby Doo style. Figure it out who this is. Right. Okay. But so here's the question: the whole crew comes with them because they're also going to film. Mm-hmm. But she's like, "Hey, it's going to be a long time before we like are ready to shoot. Why don't the crew go get some food?" Minus Dirk and Stan. Well, I'm getting there. Go get some food, and we'll stay here. But then she doesn't let Dirk and Stan go. Because they have to set up. She's willing to risk their lives. She's willing to risk their lives. Because, but she thinks that Trevor got her back. Um, she, she thinks, should, no, oh, there's I nothing wrong. I would be freaking mad if I was Dirk and Stan. Because but they don't know that anybody's exactly, killing exactly. people. Exactly. They should have the right to know that they're going to say there is a murderer on the loose. Okay? That is their right to know that. Okay. okay. Actually, I don't believe, I don't really believe anyone has any rights or no one deserves, uh, side note. <laughs> no one deserves rights. Yeah, <laughs> side note. Caitlin's I don't think. official stance. <laughs> I don't think people deserve rights or they don't really, people don't deserve anything. Like we don't deserve anything as humans. That's just a total side note of like my personal beliefs, but it's fine. I just feel like it was a rude friend thing to do for her not to tell them that they're bait for a, a murderer. But Trevor was going to have her back. I don't care. Dirk and Stan didn't agree to this. So it was a bad friend move on her part. Okay, so they set up the... Do you agree it was a bad friend move on her part? I mean, she probably should have maybe mentioned something to them. But as we establish in this movie, none of these characters are actual human beings. They're all just kind of... Plot points. Plot points. (laughs) Okay. 
they're just people to exist when things need to happen. This is true. Uh, my favorite part about this scene. So Dirk and Stan get everything set up. And you're waiting for the killer to show up. Mm-hmm. And the killer does show up. He's dressed up <laughs> in his costume as one of the miners in the ride. He's like, the killer knew the plan the whole time. But he's got this silly mask on. <laughs> he's got like the vest, the collared, the, the flannel collared shirt, and the hat. He puts the hat on the <laughs> top of it. He is in character. He is so in. I think they have a picture of this on. IMD. Yeah, there he is. Look at that. He's got, like, the pants. <laughs> but yet, still wearing his uh, fencing mask. Still wearing the fencing mask. Uh, so he uh, kills Dirk and Stan. And Which is a sad death, because they were the only characters I liked in this movie. Yeah. So, sad death. Yeah. Um, I almost had an epileptic seizure oh, here. Oh, Because there's, like, so many flashing so lights. So many flashing lights. Uh, and... Then, so then the police are called because Amy finds the dead bodies. Why uh, the killer didn't kill her, I don't remember. But you start to think, uh-oh, maybe it's Trevor. Travis. Trevor. Travis is dead. <laughs> Wink. Wink. <laughs> so uh, she's like, Trevor, why didn't you come? And he said, there are police everywhere. It's no Why were there me. police everywhere? She called the police. No, 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 no. Because there were dead people in the room. Like, Dirk and Stan died. I'm saying, why didn't he come before the police were called? Because he didn't know. Because he was being a bad friend and not watching. Okay, so so that was the real answer, not there was police everywhere. It should have been, I was a bad friend yeah. and not watching. Uh, let's just point this. Like we, I feel like this has been firmly established, but Trevor is not the best at coming up with excuses no. <laughs> or reasons to do anything. No. Okay. Uh, um, he says, like, why did he kill him? And then they sleep together, and Amy has a sex dream with Trevor. And they sleep together in the sense of, like, they're in the same bed together. They're actually sleeping, not, like, they sex they together. Sl- right. She, the sex happens in the dream. Right. But then he also stabs her in the dream. Yes. Stabby sex. Stabby sex. And fun fact, can I say it? Fun fact, this movie was the sex scene in Bloody Mary. I already said that in our Bloody Mary podcast. Well, just in case they didn't listen to that one. Well, if they didn't listen to that one, they made a mistake. That's right. So waiting for this one to plug. go in order of the movies. <laughs> plug for Bloody Mary. Yes, uh, and then oh, he's gone when she wakes up. Yeah, which is uh, suspicious. <laughs> uh, so then oh. Amy sees the light in the tower go on, mm-hmm. and she says, I'm going to go check that out. Mm-hmm. Then she goes there. Because it's probably Travis. Because it's probably Travis. Because he's Or missing. the murderer. Or Trevor. All but who the same. is it? Vanessa. Vanessa. Spins around in a chair like a James Bond villain. Oh, we think Vanessa be the murderer. Yeah. And then she says, oh, hey, I got your note. And then Amy's we find like, out that what? someone set them up for like some kind of weird lesbian rendezvous. Yes. And then... Which is like, uh, Vanessa, you got a girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, but, but then, she was there to tell her no anyway. Yeah, something like that. 
I mean, but no it's okay because Vanessa's girlfriend then falls from the ceiling, dead. Yep, dead. At least like, I assume that. Poor is. girl. She in in one scene, and they're like, "Oh, I kill her too." Yeah. He got a little crazy with his murders. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason for these murders. No, he's just like, "Oh, I'm bored. Let's go kill someone." Actually, arguably, his reasonings are more thorough than the first movie were. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it. We'll get okay. there. Okay. Then you can tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, so then Vanessa and Amy are running. They go upstairs from the killer. Never go upstairs. I know. Always uh, leave. Leave, people. They go into a closet. You know who does leave? That girl in uh, Stop by My Doctor's Patient Revenge, she does run downstairs. That's true. And he's waiting for her at the bottom yeah, which of the stairs. That part's confusing, but she at least tried to leave. She did. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back to this movie. Yeah, we're referencing so many of our <laughs> other episodes. This is this the is best. an Easter egg podcast. Yeah, but without the, like, searching for them. Right, we just tell you. It's like Ready Player One. <laughs> you don't have to search for <laughs> the Easter eggs. They're face. just right there. <laughs> Uh, Amy's locked in the closet by the killer. Vanessa is super dead. And who does Amy oh, uh, see? Well, um, hang on. Vanessa and you like John Bolivar. Okay. Vanessa. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just people, people are just dying at this point. Vanessa and Amy are in the closet. It is important. Vanessa and Amy are in the closet together and they look around. Oh. <gasps> All their dead friends be in there. I was getting there. Vanessa wasn't in there. Yes, yes, No, no. Because you remember, Amy is trapped in there. And she's like, how do I get out? And then she says, oh, look who it is. It's my buddy Sandra. Yeah, you're right. somebody else. Anyway, Amy and Vanessa are stuck in this closet. And then the killer rips the door open, gets Vanessa. And he hangs her by the bell thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We hear the bell start ringing. And And it's Vanessa dead. Yeah. But anyway, but then Amy's stuck in this closet still. I don't really know how she's stuck in there because... He locks her in. Oh, he locks it back up. Okay. So somehow, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so then we see... You're the one who's forgetting plot Sandra points. in there. We see Simon in there. Oh, that's right. It was Simon. It's just those it's two. It's just those two? Okay. Because the police took Dirk and Stan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, so we just see Sandra and Simon in there. Then Amy gets out, and she sees Vanessa hanging... By the bell. By the bell. Okay. And who conveniently shows up after the killer leaves? Travis. Still Trevor, <laughs> but good try. No, I know for a fact that you are tricking me and going back and forth on me. <laughs> I swear you are. I swear last time I said Trevor and you said no, it's Travis. That's, okay, it's fine. You're losing it right now. <laughs> I wish that people listening to this could see, like, your hair's getting all crazy. It is not. Your eyes are all wide. You're, like, you scratching your neck like some kind of <laughs> coke addict. You are making up lies right now. I look beautiful. I'm going to take a picture for the gram. <laughs> uh, uh, um, oh, okay. <laughs> so then Trevor says, hey, I found something. And he says all of the victims worked on Travis's student film. And then they watch Travis's student film and they say, "Uh uh-oh, someone was messing with this. There's a slice in it. So then they assume it was Graham. So they kidnap Graham by doing this whole elaborate roadside assistance 
uh, scheme. Yeah, which I completely glossed over because it was so unimportant. It, I mean, all you need to know is that they Eon. got Gran. Uh, so they tie him up and they call the teacher and, uh... And Ross? Huh? Or no? Did they call Ross too? Who's Ross? <laughs> Reese. Reese. No, they don't call Reese. They don't, she shows up though. Yeah, later. Oh, okay. Because, uh, she hears gunshots. Okay. Uh, they should have called Reese, not the teacher, but whatever. Yeah, I don't That's know why fine. they called the teacher. I don't know. Basically, they're like, hey, Graham stole Travis's film. And the teacher's like, who'd you tell about this? And he's like, they're like, nobody. Or does anybody else besides you know? And they're like, no. And so he just shoots Graham. And you're like, what? WTF. WTF, Professor Solomon. Uh, turns out. He was the killer. Also, Graham is there hiding. Why? I thought you said he shot Graham. Oh, no, no, no. Toby. They think Toby did it. Okay. Toby's the one that they kidnap. Toby's the one that's tied up. Toby gets shot. Okay. Graham is hiding in the corner. Okay. Graham's the cool one. Toby's Toby's the the not cool one. Yeah, Toby's the idiot who, like, failed. He, like, admits to failing because uh, he's like, I didn't work on Travis's film. And the teacher's like, is this true? And he's like, yeah. And the teacher's like, I got to fail you now. That's uh, right. And then, so then this is where we find out that his plan. The professor's plan. The professor's plan this whole time, way back in film school, it oh, the contest thingy yeah. came down to him and this other guy. Oh, he, you have to explain the contest thingy. You didn't talk about that. Oh, that's right. Okay, so everybody in this movie, including Reese apparently, is trying to get this award, which is like some prestigious award that their school hands out with like, I think there's a cash prize, but it's basically like a, like a rocket ship to being the world's best director. Yeah. Like, everybody who won this award has gone on to do great things. Mm-hmm. And so that's why Amy's trying to make her movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so then he says that uh, he was up for the award with this one other guy. And then Amy's dad was a guest judge and voted against him. And now he that's got right. stuck teaching for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. which seems like... Not his fault. Well, it does seem like he made that choice to be a teacher for the rest of his life. Right. Uh, So I don't know why he's blaming anyone else on his problems. Anyway. Because it was like a tie or something, and Amy's dad was like the final say, and he picked the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're like, I came... Basically, he just wanted to destroy Amy, but he destroyed everyone. He wanted to... I don't understand. He wanted to... I thought that he wanted to. He was he wanted to steal the short film that Tra- Travis right, made. Right, because it was the best he's ever. Because it was the watched. best he's ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Right. And then I think he wanted to frame Amy for killing everybody. Oh, I think you're right. Or he took maybe. it to like another level with her. Yeah. That's fine. But like I said, more consistent than the first movie. Uh, the urban legends thing is just kind of convenient. Yeah, but also not. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then they start fighting. Oh, Reese shows up. She she hears gunshots. She figures out that it's not uh, the teacher's lying, basically. Well, she yeah, because she comes in and she's like, she thinks Amy did it. 
Because I think the teacher says Amy shot him or something like that. Yeah. And and so she like basically is like got Amy the gun pointed at Amy and then the teacher says something that gives away the fact that yeah he is he knows information that she didn't say right out loud and she's like wait a minute maybe you be the murderer and then they're they're fighting and they knock over a shelf of prop guns conveniently placed. And then, and Reese's gun is in there, and the other real gun is in there, That's and they're right. like fighting for it. That's right. But there's a secret about Reese's gun that we learned earlier in the movie. Don't we learn that in the first film too, or is it just the? the I think it's the second one. Okay. Where her gun has like a golden handle on it. Right. And Amy finds it. The teacher grabs the wrong gun. And Boom. He like tries to attack Amy, and he, she shoots him. Also, I just wanted to point out that Trevor is wearing a stupid turtleneck, and whoever invented oh, turtlenecks should be the worst tur- turtleneck sweater combo thing going on there. Yeah, he's also like the worst. What was actor he doing? What was he doing? Just kind of hanging out. He was like, "I'll just let this work itself out. I can't get involved with the cops." Yeah, uh, and then we cut to the award ceremony, and Trevor accepts the award for Travis. Mm-hmm. And this little squirrely kid that we've seen throughout the whole movie is up on I the balcony. I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, Basically, he's like the the real master. That's what I like to call him. Well, he's, he's the like master a, of he's, reels. He's like a kind of like a filmmaking intern. Yeah. Because he's like he, not good enough to get into the actual film school, yeah. even though he seems to be smarter than everybody there. So he just like replaces reels for them while they watch. Yeah. Their films. But then he's, like, upset, and he pulls out a gun, and Reese shoots him. But, uh-oh. It's a movie. They're making a movie. Yeah. Surprise. End of it movie. starts with a movie making, and it ends, and it ends with, with a movie, movie making. making. But then... Uh-oh. During the credit scene, uh, who do we see? Uh-oh. Professor Solomon in a wheelchair in a mental hospital. Who's his nurse? None other than... Brenda. Brenda. From Urban Legend. What? Ah! She's a nurse, so... Clearly she got away with murder. Yeah. And being a nurse. Um, I also just wanted to note that uh, during the scene where Reese is stopping, like when they're filming the movie, Reese is still holding her golden gun, so I'm like, where did those shots go? (laughs) Um, do you have anything you want to add to that? No. Did I, I gloss mean, over anything too quickly? No, I think we covered everything. Got my favorite line in. Uh, so uh, this movie was actually number one at the box office the weekend it opened. You are lying to me right I'm now. I'm not lying to you. No way this movie was number one. What else was playing? Did there was there are no other movies Caitlin, in the movie I'm theater this year. I'm not gonna pay year. to give us that information. Okay. I don't want an IMDB Pro membership just to tell you what was like number two at the box office Let when this opened. Let me just say words to you. Okay. Um, whoever made this movie number one, John was Ottoman. Stupid. No, the people that paid to go see it made it number one in the box office, Nigel, and oh. they are stupid because. This movie should not be number one at any box office at any time in the history of films. All right, I'm done. Okay. 
So this movie was, uh, so this movie was made for $14 million. Okay. And And it grossed 38 million worldwide. Oh, I'm sorry. Which is like half of the, what the first movie made, which is why this third one went direct to video. Okay. Yet it was number one in the box office, so that doesn't make sense. Well, everybody was super psyched about a sequel to Urban Legend. But yeah, it didn't make as much as the first one. Well, yeah, because it wasn't as clever as the first one was. Okay, it's, it's, I know, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if it was number one in the box office, you would think it made more money than the first movie. Not necessarily. It just means that opening day, it made... It just made a lot of money the first day in the box office. Okay. Okay. Than all the other movies did on the week that it opened. There must have been nothing. Must have been. Okay. I I do wish that I could look that information up for situations like these, but I'm not paying for it. Okay. Um, So this raises some questions. Something, this is a question that we haven't really asked in a while, and I keep forgetting to ask. Uh, but this movie had a lot of no names in it, mm-hmm. minus Jennifer Morrison. Uh, so, like, and, where are um, they now? The girl who plays Vanessa. Oh, yeah, Eva Mendes. Uh, she's in stuff. Yeah. I didn't even write down what Eva Mendes is. She's, she's busy, married to like, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, they're busy, like, not wearing sweatpants with each other. Yeah, that's crazy. Google it. It's a real thing. It they is a real thing. They refuse to wear sweatpants around each other. Because they have to look good all the time. Yeah. That's a sad life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Ryan Gosling could pull off, like, anything, though. Oh, yeah. Like, he walks out and, like, he, I bet you he has, Joggers. like... <laughs> I bet you he has, like, like this, like, tattered pair of sweatpants that he hides, like, in his closet. <laughs> just tries that them on whenever she's away filming movies and he's home with the kids that, like... Like, there's, like, a, there's, like, a hole next to his crotch. <laughs> that looks, like, in, like, a stain from something he ate when he was... In college or something. I'm going to look it up. You're Googling the sweatpants thing? No. No, no, no. I know that's a real thing. You're going to Google Ryan Gosling in sweatpants? Yeah. I'm afraid of what's going to come up. (laughs) Uh, So Jennifer Morrison played Amy. She was in the show Once Upon a Time, and she has a movie coming out this year called The Report. Uh, Matthew Davis, who played Travis slash Trevor. Oh, speaking of the Travis Trevor thing, both times I watched this movie, I really wanted him to just be, uh, 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 the same person. Yeah. Those are almost as bad as they what are. I was imagining. That's pretty great. Um, he was in the originals and legacies, and this year he has a movie coming out called Christmas Wishes. And mistletoe kisses. Oh, take a guess what channel that's on? Uh, Hallmark. Duh. Or Lifetime. Okay. Probably Hallmark. Uh, Hart Bachner. He uh played Professor Solomon. He was in the movie Rules Don't Apply from a couple years ago, and the TV show that you and I keep meaning to watch, Too Old to Die Young. Joey Lawrence Graham was on the show Hawaii Five O. Anson Mount, who played Toby, is in Star Trek Discovery. Anthony Anderson, who played Stan, is in the show Blackish as a regular. He was also in some of the Transformers movies. And uh, Jessica Caffiel, Sandra, was in Valentine and Legally Blonde. 
She will be in the third legally bond that they're working on. Right oh, phew! Now. I was worried about that. You should be. She oh, played Margot. I don't. I, I. I don't. I don't think I've watched Legally Blonde. You've so. never seen Legally Blonde? I don't think so. This is very surprising <laughs> for me. I don't even remember what that movie is. Oh, she like passes a law. What's it, what's her dog's name? It's um. Why do you think that? She has a little Chihuahua, and his name is Bruiser. What? And oh my gosh, what's the bill? She's trying to get a bill passed, and everybody says that she's dumb to she's too dumb to do it. It's called Bruiser's Bill. Oh my. Oh, and I think it has something to do with like testing cosmetics on animals. Okay. And she because she wants to like free his friend or something or like his lover. Maybe. Okay. I would be. Why very did su- you watch that movie? I don't remember. Okay, Bailey. I don't remember. Okay. I saw it multiple times, though, and I'm pretty sure I've seen the sequel, like the second one. Did you enjoy them? Not the prequel. The first one's actually pretty funny. Yeah? Okay. Okay. The second one, I think she, I think it's the second one where she meets some guy who also has a dog or, like, her dog meets somebody. Maybe I didn't see the second one. Well... Oh, and she's supposed to be planning a wedding the whole time. This is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> and her fiance's like, are you doing wedding planning? And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll get it done. You know, the use. The use, yeah, okay. Okay, uh, so here's <laughs> the one that uh, really threw me for a loop. The guy who played Dirk, Michael Bacall, was in Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, he was credited as a writer on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and the two uh, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. Interesting. Right? I don't recall him on those films. Uh, he plays like a minor. I, I googled a picture of him in Inglorious Bastards uh, and I looked him up and he's one of the bastards, but like they gloss over him. Okay. I think maybe he stands next to BJ Novak. Oh, okay. You know. Going up in the world. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good for him. All right. And now on to a segment called, How Would Caitlin Improve This Movie? Oh, you didn't tell me we were going to do this. Caitlin, we always do this. No, we don't. We haven't been. We just jump into, like, will they last as a couple? We did it on Spider-Man. Yeah, we did do it on Spider-Man. And though. we did it on Urban Legend and Bloody Mary. Did we? I, think I feel it, like we did. Oh no. Okay. Anyway, all right, let's think about this. Do you like so, how I'm changing the title of the segment to How Would Caitlin Improve This Movie? Why not you? Because you always have better ideas. No, that's not true. That's not true. Okay. Uh, all right. So, all right. Actually, first question. Would your better version star Tom Hardy? <laughs> it would be a movie starring Tom Hardy playing Tom Hardy. In a film written and directed by Tom Hardy. The funny thing is, like, I don't even really enjoy Tom Hardy as an actor. I know, but you just keep bringing him <laughs> up for all of these, these like, movies. Okay. Uh, okay. I think that this movie could have been okay. I don't know if it could ever been good, okay? I don't, I don't think it could ever be great. But it could have been better. Okay. So... I think maybe if we got rid of half the characters because... Don't even remember them I mean, anyway. The movie gets rid of half the characters. It does it for us. So I'm just gonna start off there with not. Yeah. We'll okay. just start at the end. Right. Uh I think though for real, I think it'd be better if Reese was the murderer. I think come find out she murdered 
in the first one too. So I think that would be a good starting point to that make this movie better. That would ruin the first one for me. If okay, well, you know, it's fine. Also, okay. okay, whatever. So <laughs> she's a murderer. So I think I think that's where I would start. Um, and then I would probably do something more with um, the bad actress. Who can't, Sandra. Sandra. I'd have her in there some more. And I actually might... Like, have her as, like, a side killer. Mm. And she could be, like, like really good at acting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But she's just, like, putting on a ruse. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, I I figured this all out. Stop it. Okay. (laughs) I figured it all out. I know how to make this movie perfect. I'm so pumped right now. Okay. So, so, okay. So, basically, we have Sandra. She's a little side murderer. We got Reese. She's, like, the big murderer, right? And then everything else kind of happens as, like, normal. Basically, Travis dies. Twin brother Trevor shows up, whatever that is. Everything kind of just, like, unfolds naturally like that, okay? Okay. Turns out all of this is a dream. With was poop. What's her name? Uh, the actress who shows up in this from the first one from Brenda in the insane asylum. Oh, she's like, but hold up, the next hold kill. up, hold up. Stop it. <laughs> okay, I'm so pumped. So, Brenda. Oh, <laughs> so excited. What is right even now. happening? <laughs> I just thought the best idea. So Brenda's dreaming all this in her head. Who? So then we we pan over. Brenda's in the insane asylum. She's dreaming this nonsense. Then who shows up in the insane asylum with her? Chucky. <laughs> She's Chucky. in the same insane, She's in insane, the insane asylum. asylum as Chucky. She's you mean like, as the girl from Chucky, or like as like Chucky. Like, well, Chucky's there too because remember he's in the same yeah, time yeah, with yeah. that girl. So Chucky's there. Crossover movie. This is the crossover <laughs> that nobody asked for, but the world needs. Right? That's a good idea, right? It would. I only have like one other idea that I just want to toss out there. Okay. I want this movie to be a ripoff of Fight Club where <laughs> it starts with Travis. And the killer in the bell tower. That can be good. And then you find out that Travis has a split personality with Trevor. That could be good. And Trevor's the one killing everybody. But Travis, like, it's just basically it's Fight Club, but with Travis and Trevor. But the guy who does Chucky's voice is in the first Urban Legend movie. Yeah. Boom. He shows up. (laughs) (laughs) It's a party in the insane asylum. It's going to be crazy oh man oh man get Tara Reed back too oh boy oh this is gonna be phenomenal but Tara Reed died oh she did die yeah surprise she didn't <laughs> uh okay so that's my idea to make it better I think it's good I don't know what anybody else thinks but I like it and if anybody would like to make it I would like to give you my ideas but you have to pay us. 
No, you know, yeah, I just really want this movie made. I, I'll give you my ideas for free. You don't want to get paid for your ideas? No, because this movie would be so good. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we have student loans to pay off. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You pay off our student loans. We'll give you any ideas you need. <laughs> uh, okay. So, real question. Is Avian and Trevor going to last? Hashtag nope. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because every conversation is like, I can't go to the cops. <laughs> Why not? I'm can't. just, I got, I got a bad relationship with the <laughs> cops. Hey, uh, Trevor, you seem like you're being a little murdery right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> being a little murdery, murdery, Trevor. <laughs> it's not me, I swear. <laughs> it's Travis. <laughs> it's Travis. He's alive. <laughs> Trevor, why do you have that knife in my back while we're having sex? It's not me. It's Travis. <laughs> Yeah, that's not gonna last. Yeah, uh, but she's super into him because she definitely has that sex dream before anything can can like. They don't even kiss, and she has that sex no. dream. So okay, whatever. I feel like we have a lot of segments that we end our show with. Uh, Those are the best. Yeah. Uh, okay. Final one. Uh, what's the uh, what's the bad the definitive bad movie date night ranking list place meant for this movie? Mm, okay. That's the dun, dun, dun. I would put this movie. Oh man, it's hard because I think I would put it in between over her dead body, like right here. But like I a, don't know if that's right. Like where Urban Legends Bloody Mary is. That would just get moved down. Oh, okay, I was kind of thinking about putting it in between. I could be convinced to put Maybe it in here? between, yeah, like between Wynn and Rome and Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Yeah. Uh, or I could be convinced that it should go like above Wynn and Rome. Or maybe even above Spider Man 3. No, not that one. <laughs> uh, I would put it either above Wynn and Rome or above Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I don't have our listing. What do you mean our listing? Um, where we kind of read it. Oh, that's that's fine. Uh, but that's what I would do. I do enjoy this one a little bit more than When in Rome, but When in Rome's a lot more fun to watch. Yeah. So rewatchability. I would rewatch this one before Bloody Mary, and I would oh, probably sure. rewatch this one before When in Rome. And I would rewatch it before Over Her but Dead when Body. When in Rome is Ghost still her, more fun, and this plot's worse. I think it has to go above When in Rome. Okay, all right, I like it. All right, it. so this movie is going between Spider Man Three and When in Rome, and you can check out the DBMD MD. The definitive bad movie date night ranking list on our Instagram or Facebook. By the way, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Journey Into Film. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to this podcast in your podcatcher of choice, like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher, or Spotify. I think that's all the important stuff I have to say. Um, if you want to get ahead, we're gonna our next movie is gonna be the remake of House on Haunted Hill which is available for 99 cents on iTunes right now if you'd like to rent it. Because we coupon. Because we coupon. (laughs) Uh, Should we add anything else? We went a little long this time. Nope. 
You know nothing else. That's it. Like, I'm done. I made my movie. Someone give me my movie rights. Let's film this. Just contact me and we will make it together.